Yes, we're going to have to investigate that at a later date. That's been happening for a week. Did that sound did that sound bad to you, Wildcard Rent was opening? Is Wildcard even there? Did you did you hear the opening as it was opening there? Did you did it sound okay on your end? Okay, well that's all that matters then. It just sounded bad on my end. Gee, Okay, I got you. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I am streaming live, as I do, on the WORD Facebook page. For those of you that uh, might be looking at that, I'm wearing my Cinecropy shirt today. Only a few of you will know what that means. <laughs> Podcasts are available at... The free Odyssey app don't cost nothing. In Las Vegas, they say what happens there stays there. What we see that happened in Israel is not just going to stay in Israel. See, one thing to understand is while, you know, people like Hamas do have this charter where they want to destroy every Jewish person that walks the earth just because they they breathe, uh, they're just the canary in the coal mine, the first target. But it's not their only target. It's not even their primary target. It's simply the closest, easiest one to go to. And doing this, you could, this is sort of like a probe. This They, they wanted to see whether the rest of the world has the spine to face the Islamic challenge. So, as evidence A for this, uh, is the call from Hamas for today to be a day of jihad. And according to Islam, you know, jihad normally is something that happens in the Islamic world, but they look at the, the whole world as that. So, all these lines on a the map, they mean nothing. Let's address this text. So, hey, Bill, how can I how can I ban open carry at fall for Greenville, which is held on public streets in Greenville? Can they suspend a law for an event? Uh, they're not suspending a law for an event. They're making it a no open carry zone, which if they have the proper signage and the proper notification, they can do that. So just carry concealed. I carry concealed all the time anyway. But. I'm not going to fall for Greenville because fall for Greenville is a big soft target on, on the day of Jihad. There was a, this was supposedly issued by a former Hamas leader, Khaled Mishal. Uh, He's called for protests to take place across the Muslim world on Friday in support of the Palestinians and for the peoples of neighboring countries to join the fight against Israel. This is all about the Abraham Accords. This is about the UAE and I believe Dubai and possibly Saudi Arabia. They're making a, they want to make a treaty with Israel and just recognize them and say, okay, well, you're not our enemy. That's what they're trying to do. This is what Hamas is doing is they want to drive, they, they want to draw Hezbollah into it, which would then possibly draw, you know, 
Iraq or Syria or even Iran into it. They just want to take the whole region and have it go up in flames. That's why we have a carrier group in the Mediterranean in case Hezbollah decides to come in from the north. Michal, who is based in Gutter, said the governments and peoples of Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, and Egypt have a bigger duty to support the Palestinians. The Egyptians are saying, you guys aren't coming over here. Now, Michelle's not just some Hamas leader trying to find relevance. Uh, he's calling for a general mobilization for Muslims to rise up around the world. Few key statements. Declaration of general mobilization. Palestine and its steadfast people standing their ground call upon you from the heart of Al-Aqsa flood battle. Answer the call. Muster all your energies and mobilize in numbers, both light and heavy, to support Jerusalem, Al-Aqsa, and the jihad waging Gaza. So, this is a global call. In the Muslim world, Israel's the little Satan and America is the great Satan. Iran doesn't just say death to Israel, it says also death to America. And the fact that Iran is Shia and other parts of the Muslim world is Sunni is irrelevant. For many Muslims, the first order of business is to destroy the West and Later, the victorious Muslims will, and they'll, they'll go to war with themselves later. The wars in Afghanistan and Iraq didn't trigger 9-11, though. First came 9-11, and that was a jihad, too. And remember this, Islam has been at war against everybody else on the planet for almost 2,000 years. After they conquered the Middle East and North Africa, they turned their attention to India and Europe, to the east of the Byzantinium, Istanbul and the Ottoman Empire. They engaged in constant incursions against Europe. We think of Vlad Dracula as a man so cruel he inspired the ultimate vampire legend, but it had a context because he was fighting Muslims invading his realm, and his was a defensive war. Muslim pressure against the West stopped only at the gates of Vienna in 1683. In the modern era, they have realized that the problem with the West is our hospitality. So they've been pouring into Europe and America, whether because they're invited, as is the case with Germany, needed Turkish labor, or because of the English guilt over colonialism. They came as refugees, as happened in 2015 in Europe. They immigrated via the normal immigration process, or they crossed borders via illegal immigration, as is the case with our southern border right now. I've seen video of just streams of Middle Eastern young guys coming across. Many of these people have assimilated to American life and they are wonderful citizens and good people. Welcome to America. But many are not. And when those who have not assimilated hear the call to jihad, they will answer. So today is the day when you have to take a moment and you have to say to yourself, uh, I've got I've to do things that I don't really want to do. Now I'm I'm going to I'm I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to cite an anonymous source. You can carry a long gun in your car without breaking the law. You can carry a personal defense weapon in your car without breaking the law. 
I'm not going to get into the whole public-private property thing, but technically, theoretically speaking, if you're on public property, even though you may be approached by the police, you can have a long gun on your back. But then it gets sort of dicey if you get on the pro, uh, private property. So, like, uh, with the text you're talking about, the streets are public, yes, but when you go into uh, when you go into like a shop or something, now you're on private property, and you know that's where it gets sticky. And you have a choice. You can you can do this, and uh, hopefully you do. And we become less than a soft target, which makes us very unattractive as an attack target. Or you or you won't, which makes us more more likely. And the Muslims have never been shy about stating their goals, and then they do them in the most violent way imaginable. The West is an imperfect place. But if you look at the uh, Islamic world versus the West, I prefer the West, you know? I prefer the West. So um, from here on out, just be advised that, you know, we'll be talking about other things as time goes on, no doubt about it. Be advised that uh, that dangerous world we always talk about rhetorically, that's literal now. When we uh, When we get back, Joe Biden has completely failed everybody that died in this in this uh, in this attack. This is News Talk 989 WORD. Expected this. I just didn't expect it to this degree. It's going to sort of put a pallor on my Friday. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is seven one three zero seven. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. That's your cup of tea and. And the podcasts are available on the free Odyssey app and wherever you can find your podcasts. I got a text. Let's read the text. I love reading the text. I was listening to your commentary, and I think you're very unfair and biased and possibly misinformed on the complexity and in the Middle East. There's a reason why these groups developed, and it's because they made them get to that point. So what are you going to do when a humanitarian crisis erupts in Gaza and they have nowhere to turn except us? That means more immigrants coming from Palestine. And you can thank the United States and Israel because they are the very ones who that propagated this whole thing. And now this country is going to get what it deserves. Well, first, you keyboard commando coward, triple C. Um, yes, I misspelled keyboard I really wish you would pick up the phone and call that in I really do I do uh, so you think that Israel deserves you think the people of Israel deserved what happened you think America if America gets attacked if the non-combatants here in the United States who make no policy decisions whatsoever if they get attacked we get what we deserve You know, some of us know how to deal with this. And when your brothers and sisters come out and uh, start trying to deal, you know, 
you know, pass out what we deserve, they might grab hold of something they can't let go of fast enough. So I, I, I throw this at you. If you think a day of jihad, a global day of jihad means that, you know, if somebody pops up and starts killing people in Haywood Mall or on Main Street, Greenville, South Carolina, or somewhere in Spartanburg or somewhere in Charlotte, if you think that is something that America deserves, I really do wish you would show up at a meet and greet and tell me that. Feel free. Terrorists uh, are a problem, but they're not a problem that can't be dealt with. And if you're a terrorist sympathizer, you're worse because you're probably a coward. You wouldn't do it. You'll, you'll support it, but you wouldn't do it. And when you're faced with somebody that stands there that knows how to deal with you face to face, you run. But yeah, I'll say this. Me... And a bunch of other people, we are the infidels that you've been warned about. So, you know, take that under consideration. And, you know, if you ever get a chance to meet me, come up and remind me of this text. <laughs> and remind me that you're the keyboard commando coward. Because that's what all terrorists are at the end of the day. When somebody shows up and starts dishing out what they bring, they run that's the Islamic way. Negotiate a truce until we can get stronger and fight you back. Not while we're not while you've weakened us and beat us down. I cannot. I I have a lot of trouble sitting here and abiding somebody here in the United States who thinks the United States is a bad actor. We're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, right now, our biggest issue is our leadership, is the government, no doubt about it. But hey, you're living, you're living here. You you have the you have the luxury of being able to go out and not worrying about something detonating around you or being shot if somebody comes by just because you're breathing. You have that luxury because you're here in the United States. Hmm. <laughs> I, that just kills me I, all of these people they don't understand the, the the very mechanism of what freedom how we got to this point do you know how much blood was shed to get here do you know how many lives were taken do you know how many lives were lost do you know what kind of there's no way to calculate you you guys know what you're willing to do you have no idea what you might meet up with though that's that's the biggest problem. I, I've said this about Antifa and BLM. If they come up against somebody that is willing to fight back, they've got a bad day. If they roll up on... I, I mean, I know a few people that if I rolled up on them and I tried to do something, I'd be having a bad day, and I train to give bad days. And make no mistake about one thing there, keyboard commando coward... I am not what you think I am. I'm an old military guy that sounds like a radio guy. I just happen to know the cadence. Gosh, that ain't... Sitting here in America talking about this is what America would deserve. 
many times? How many times? I, I would love to get him on. I, this is why I wish he would call. I'd like to know how many times Israel shelled the Gaza Strip when they didn't shell them first, because that's never happened. I'd like to know why Israel gave back the Sinai. Not, uh, uh, gosh, what was it? They gave it back to Egypt after they took it. They've taken a lot of territory over the course of many wars. And then they in, invariably they give it back. They were, they were sending power and all of the stuff that kept Gaza awake and running was coming from Israel. And now everybody's out there going, oh, the humanitarian. Uh, hey. Sometimes you got to make a choice. And by the way, that, that's a very good point on the text line. They're talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse is a kid who, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, if you don't know, he had to deal with a bunch of Antifa. And three of them that tried to kill him, he dealt with them. And, I mean, he did it well. He did it with surprising poise for a kid. And, and, and you're looking at him, you're like, there's no way this kid was trained to that degree. He just did it instinctively. What do you think is going to happen when, you know, this is the problem. You got a bunch of veterans in the United States today. I get around them all the time now. You got a bunch of veterans around the United States that just want to be left alone. They just want to, you know, we, we did our time. We just want to, you know, do what we do now. We want to live our life. And if you dare put us back in a position where we have to look at you and then deal with you, you have no idea what that's going to mean. Because what we have now is we, we, we don't have a chain of command. So we won't have rules of engagement, but we'll have talents and skill sets to bring to it. <laughs> and we're sitting here. We need to, we really, we just need to close the borders and go round every one of these scoundrels up. And I don't care where they come from. Sorry, if you came here illegally, you got to go. That's what the next, I'm, should I run, should I throw my hat in the ring to be president? That would, I'm sort of behind on fundraising, though. That would be my that would be my platform. We're going to round them all up, close the border, and start over again. Make America great again, but let's start over first. <laughs> back to Mr. Biden when we get back. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. I'm almost certain these numbers are have have changed, but you know, bear with me on this. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is seven one three zero seven. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. What's up, all of you in there? And uh, well, the podcasts are available, you know, lock and load, straight talk, gun owners, news hour. They're all available on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get podcasts as well. Right now, as of when I was looking into this, we have 17 Americans missing, 25 confirmed dead. 42 people, 42 Americans in Israel. Uh, and 
that's what the White House is revealing in the aftermath of the attack and how he is how the how the resident is going to respond to this beyond the promised military and intelligence support to Israel at this point is anybody's guess. Will we see boots on the ground within uh, within Gaza? It will depend on the intelligence. And it will depend on the intelligence source. Now, Israel normally has pretty good intelligence, although they didn't see this coming. So that that throws everything up in the air. If I were if I were in a forward operating group and somebody says we got to go to this building and do this, I would want to have really solid intelligence. When I get there, my objective is there. I'm out and and it's clean, and I don't have to go looking for anything. Don't know how that's shaking out right now because we don't really know who's on the ground. Everybody's like Seal Team Six is on the ground. Okay. I hope they've been reconstituted since they got shot out of the sky. You know, after they took out Bin Laden, they got shot out of the sky. They haven't even taken the flags and started flying them at half staff in, you know, in honor of the murdered Americans. There was a round table with the Jewish community leaders. It was uh, this past Wednesday. The resident said, there's a lot we're doing, a lot we're doing, but the idea that I'm going to stand here before you and tell you what I'm doing is bizarre. That's not bizarre. You know. Well, bizarre coming from a man who really says or does anything as president that isn't utterly bizarre, but that's sort of beside the point. But his not ordering the nation's flags be flown at half staff, that's bizarre. Several U.S. governors, including South Carolina, Florida, Pennsylvania, among others, have issued their own orders for flags in their respective states to be lowered half-staff in honor of the 25 murdered Americans. No such nationwide order from the resident. And the resident has ordered flags flown at half-staff 32 times since he took office in 2021. And his most recent order for this honor came just a little after the week before the October 7th attacks in honor of the, well you know to to uh to to honor the late senator Diane Feinstein but these 25 murdered americans don't rate half staff and although the individuals and groups of people given this honor by Biden may be no less deserving it seems it, it, it this is a real dishonor that they should be remembered by flag lowering while the 25 Americans murdered by Hamas last week have not gotten that. Now, whenever this happens, let the speculation begin because that's what Americans do. And uh, has flag lowering become so frequent during Biden's presidency as to have made it become almost a trivial new method of virtue signaling? Has it been done so many times that it's easily ignored now? Or is this a signal of something much more cynical, more sinister, and more politically motivated? See, this is what happens when you start speculating. <laughs> Have we not done it in order to not offend the Muslims at home nor abroad? Or has the progressive base who largely supports the Palestinians and they're openly hostile to Israel, are they the ones causing this not to happen? Now, this is one of those tests. This is one of those uh, 
it's one of those times when you get out there and you uh, you say to yourself, well, we'll see his true stripes now. But we're talking about the resident, right? right? And uh, I would have expected this to happen, at least for the show of being, you know, president. But the, he's the resident, so... Those other 32 times that he's done it, um, they may have been warranted, right? Senator Dianne Feinstein, that's that's the one I know about. I don't know about the other 31 times. But, yeah, she served in the Senate a long time. She was very anti-constitutional. She was very anti-freedom. She was all kinds of leftist. And in the end, she was all kinds of not there. Her staff was running the office of... Her staff was the senator, not Senator Feinstein. They just used her her wizened, clawed hand to sign the documents that she was signing, right? Because she did have to sign it. Maybe they gave her, gave her a stamp of her signature that she used to be able to write 25 years ago. So, don't get too speculative of this. I will simply say this. If he's not doing it in order to not offend anybody, he needs to learn one thing I learned a long time ago. Uh, when you get out here and you do something public, I mean, I'm public. I, I'm not the resident, but I'm public. Everybody's not going to like you. And if you if you if you sit there and if you worry about that, you're just sort of paralyzed. Now that's not the resident's problem. The resident's problem is that, well, you know, he's part of the Obama administration. This is Obama 3.0, and uh, Obama's, you know, they 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 were making all kinds of deals with Iran and. When you're making deals with Iran, you're making deals with every Islamic terrorist group out there. Because think of Islam, think of Iran as the bank of Iran. So we send all this money to Iran, and then Iran disseminates that to these various groups to help fund their operations. And since we, since we left tens of billions of stuff in Af to Afghanistan to the hands of the Islamics there, they looked at some of that and they probably contacted somebody here, then contacted this guy over here, who then contacted somebody in Iran, and they said, we got we got $80 billion worth of equipment there, but we don't know how to fly no Blackhawks. You got anybody knows how to fly any Blackhawks? Apparently they don't because they had to use parasails. But how many M4s were used in this? I saw a lot of AK, uh, I think they were AK-102s or AK-12s, I couldn't tell. But uh, how many M4s were used in that little operation? They're making, they're, they're doing a little thing about the, the children killed in the kibbutz, which is the most ridiculous of things I've ever seen in my life. It makes me very angry. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Sometimes I get a, you know, I, I am, I'm struck by things that become the focus. GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Now everybody's heard the story of the 40 babies beheaded in the kibbutz. I believe this is the kibbutz called Kafar Azah. And that's become central 
and that was IDF confirmed. But CBS found another source outside the IDF who also claimed to have seen the proof, and they're trying to dispute that. Now, Netanyahu released some of the images they took of these dead babies. I looked at them. I'm not going to advocate that you look at them. I look at them just so I can get angry. Biden, by the way, has no inside information. And all he can refer to right now are any other reports he may be getting. Because he's not on the ground and we don't have people on the ground looking at this. So, coming from the Jerusalem Post... They said they can now confirm based on verified photos of the bodies that reports of babies being burnt and decapitated in the assault on Kafar Azah are correct. May their memory be a blessing. And they were shown to U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken during his visit to Israel on Thursday by the Public Diplomacy Directorate in the Prime Minister's office. Then they were published on Twitter. They are graphic. And they have a content warning covering them until a button showing reading show is pressed. And this is coming a, becoming a bit confused with uh, the claims and counterclaims online that sometimes don't seem to connect to what anyone has actually said. The initial report was from I-24 News reporter Nicole Zadek was that the bodies of 40 babies had been taken out on gurneys from the kibbutz. She said she'd heard out that from soldiers who arrived first at the scene. Others at the scene heard the same thing, but none of them actually saw the bodies. The deck posted a video of one of the commanders on the scene who said of Hamas, they cut heads off children, cut heads off women. This uh, coming from David Ben Zion, the deputy commander of Unit 71. Then the social media telephone game turned this into 40 babies have been beheaded, which no one had ever said was the case. And in any case, Prime Minister showed the photos and released them, and CNN spoke to, to a spokesman from the Israeli government who said the reports of beheaded children couldn't be confirmed, though they maintain Hamas had beheaded some people. Uh, here's my question. Okay, here's my question. And it's, it's an easy question to answer. The pictures I saw of the babies were horrendous. I cannot fathom striking a baby with my open hand, much less doing anything brutal to a baby. And the fact that these guys rolled in there, and if they cut their heads off or set them on fire while they were laying there or shot them in the bassinet, I don't care! And neither should anybody else. There is no moral high ground one way or the other. These babies were laying here in their house. They have no, none. They have no say on what goes on around them. They're dependent on the adults to keep them alive. And uh, they're laying there just waiting for their chance at life. And it is snatched. And I don't care if it was four or 40 or 400. It doesn't matter. It's an aberration against humanity. To look at it as anything other than that, to get out there and say, oh, well, they only burned them to death. See, they didn't behead them. They're not complete savages.
you know, if you're going to get out there and draw, this this is not even a good line to draw. It's not even a real line. Some of these people in, in there, like uh, there's one lady named Deborah Mintz. She told Sky News how fighters had attempted to break into a concrete reinforced shelter where she'd taken cover with her daughter, son-in-law, and their 10-day-old baby. Uh, for some reason, they had steel doors to shield against the rocket attacks, but they didn't have locks. <laughs> and uh, she said, when Hamas saw my daughter and her husband were stronger than they were, they set fire to the house and tried to smoke us out. So burned Israeli children, almost certainly are children murdered by Hamas who set their homes on fire. Uh, there's another image of a baby covered in blood. You can't tell from the image if the baby was shot or killed in some other way. And CNN doesn't really address that either. And it's this is all just simply horrible. And it doesn't matter where it happens. And it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter how it happens. Beheadings are one of the things that the Islamists like. They think that's a smoking hot way to, uh, to kill somebody. And they, they do it for the shock value. They do it for the shock value. Except they're not really doing it from a position of strength because while they did send a thousand into, uh, they did send a thousand of these guys into Israel, they only had what they had on them. So their, their time and their effectiveness was going to be limited. They knew this. So they had to go in there and do what they could do. And they did as much damage as they could do in the time before they grabbed whoever they could grab and then headed back across the border. And now the Gaza Strip is going to be turned into a plowshare very shortly. Very shortly. I can't believe we get stuck on stuff like that. When we get back, uh, Vivek, he, Vivek is going a little bit off the reservation. I had high hopes for the young fellow, but I don't know. I don't know. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. <laughs> 